Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, no voice means big wins. Ottawa opens its home portion of the regular season with matching 5-2 victories over Philly and Tampa. And the CTC was rocking for both of those games, so all the Sens fans in attendance are Sens Central standouts, but we figured we'll cover a few players as well. And all the extracurriculars that happened around the game. That's all coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team Every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Lockdown Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Lockdown Senators Podcast. Welcome to episode 895 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan alongside Brandon Piller in the heart of our nation's capital in Ottawa, Ontario. Reminder, you can lock on Senators wherever you get your podcasts. We are also free and available on YouTube. You can find us on social media at SendCentral on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. Today's episode is brought to you by the Sleeper app. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today is Monday, October 16th in Pilsy. Where do you want to start? Honestly, Ross, that is a great question. There's so much to cover. You know what? I'll start with this. Being a Sens fan and having back-to-back Sens games at the CTC and back-to-back wins was such a treat. I mean, the vibes were at an all-time high. As you can see, that's one of our uh, labels on our little graphic here. Vibes all-time high because that's legit. The vibes were so good. It was so great seeing everybody. The home opener is a it's it's a must-attend if you're a Sens fan. And, Ross, you were saying what the attendance was 107% at the CTC for the home opener. That is absolutely wild. So it was great uh, coming back to the nation's capital, my second home and seeing everybody at the games. What an absolute blast. It was the best. It really was. They, they put on a show and now for the third straight year, Ottawa scores within the first five minutes of the home opener. Yeah, that gets the place rocking. Chickering with that wrister to get things going. Ooh, And then he doubled down. He was unreal this weekend. We'll save our central standouts for the next segment because we we could go so many different ways. I almost want to start chronologically because we, we haven't talked. Best way. We haven't talked since Daniel Alfredson was just named. Like that was the last episode. Alfie was back. Since then, he was uh, introduced. By the way, as a member of the strength and coaching staff. Um, I got some hot takes on Daniel Alfredson. I was sprinkling those into the citizens that we were chatting with all weekend long. And uh, no, just overall, like Lyndon Sluage coming in. It was the easiest call to make, but neither of us, it went right over our head. But having him back, he's still got it, by the way. Oh, the voice is there. And put up another W for Michael Anlauer. Like, the guy just gets it. Like, I, Ross, we should have thought about Lyndon Sluage coming back, but it just, it had been so long, and we were trying to think, okay, how how are they going to hype this up that Daniel Alfredson is already back in the mix? They they How still they top it. They still used another Alfie bullet though, having him and Chris Neal and Chris Phillips oh. out there and Frank Finnegan Jr. Frank Finnegan was in the building. That was nuts, nuts. All the retired players came and uh, 
that was a wild picture to see all those guys together. Which picture is more legendary, though? The opening face-off with Victor Hedman, Brady Kachuk, and the four guys we just mentioned, the guys whose names and numbers are up in the rafters at the CTC, or the photo of Alfie, Kachuk, Claude Giroux, and his young son. I mean, put put them all uh, in the Hall of Fame. That Those are all incredible pictures, and... Uh... Wow. Like, Ross, we're, we're not even at talking about the games yet, and I'm already getting emotional. Just the people they brought out, uh, they know how to get... You You were crying when Lyndon Sluge came out. I'm, you, I'm, there's tears in your eyes. I'm the uh, Nick Sirianni. Is that the coach of the Philadelphia Eagles? We tweeted out at Send Central. Like, yeah, yeah. It's something about home openers that just get me fired up. Oh, especially when Lyndon Sluge brings it out. The wink was all-time awesome. Just the best, man. And then, yeah, like this, both games, they finished 5-2. They couldn't have gotten there in, in any different way, though. It's, yeah, they started off so hot. Both games, they were out shooting Philly and Tampa 20, and both the teams had less than 10 shots. Like, they were flying out of the gate, which is something you mentioned, Ross. You said, fly out of the gate, get the crowd into it. And Brady Kachuk, both times, first star, both the games, best. not a big deal. Both of his bench interviews, Kind of the first thing he mentions is he looks up at the crowd and he's like, this is so awesome that you guys are all here. And the crowd goes nuts and the Brady chants start going. So we're we're all over the place, but we have to mention in, in terms of the home opener. I don't know if it's now a good omen, but I was a little nervous when the starting goalie uh, bit the ice over the court. Forzy, like, can we get some wireless cameras? We need the wireless cameras, although it's a tough look when you're the only guy that trips on the court. And I thought he was going slow, and I was like, okay, he knows the wire's there. And then he's still going, and he's not lifting or anticipating. I'm like, oh no, Forzy, Forzy. <laughs> and then he brought the cord with him. Like, yeah. there was some give to it, and it was like, oh no, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Bang. And for a guy that blew both MCLs at the same time, the last thing you want to see is him trip on a cord and fall on his knee but luckily the pillows were there and everything was all good. But maybe that's what he needed. You know, some guys, they say, hey, I need to take a hit early. I need yeah. to get into the game. Forrest, he's like, I just need to feel the ice. There we go. Hey, it worked out fine. Wow. What a weekend. What a weekend. We got standouts to get to. Like, let's touch on the Palooza, too, because I couldn't believe what Martian pulled off. We're getting to the Palooza this early. All we're right. just we're just jumping around at, at like the biggest highlights of the weekend overall. Yeah, yeah. Don't expect too much uh, analytically and chronologically correct statements from us. This is an all vibes podcast, as most of our in-person ones at the Levitan House are. So we're, we're flipping around. I'm also on a three for three home opener streak, losing my voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not losing your voice. You're not heckling hard enough for us. But I wasn't heckling this weekend. Yeah, both neither teams gave us anything to really get mad at. Like no. it was just it was a few refu sucks. Oh. We don't talk about the refs on the show. Though. No, but if we did, um, back to Martian Palooza. Crazy, my god. There's two things Martian can do very well. Fill in on the postcast. Uh, well, yeah, obviously, uh, the streets don't miss. That, that stays hot. And this guy can throw, uh, not a party, but a palooza. Martian palooza <laughs> was absolutely insane. Thanks to everybody that showed out. Thanks to Buster's Pub. That was a great spot for it. And we had an absolute time. And uh, getting to celebrate a win at the home opener and then have, what, 300 people get together and just party? 
doesn't get any better if you ask me. No, it really doesn't. And and just the way that Sens fans are so welcoming, it really does feel like going into church at the CTC. You you pull up, and um, before we even got to the premise, people, you know, we're we're saying go Sens, go. And we absolutely love to see that. If you're watching YouTube, by the way, we went real goofy with this uh, this ticker. So enjoy that one. Uh, I also want to pull up this, and yeah, if anyone's looking for like anything in particular. We'll probably get to it, but it's going to be all over the place today. Jacob Chikrin, because this kind of goes with Lyndon Sluage here. Admitting to getting emotional, and who can't relate with that? Yeah, I think there was a lot of tears, uh, happy, joyous tears uh, in the CTC when that started. Just the nostalgia. You gotta, you gotta tap into it, and, and that's what the Senators have been doing so well at the list the last little while. And um, Chikrin just feels like he's going to be a senator for a long time. I think he wants to be. <laughs> I'll just say that. It seems like a, that's a guy that likes to be in Ottawa. It's it's amazing to see the turnaround of the vibes of this organization so quickly. And um, a well-earned day off today. Oh, one other thing. And, and we do have to get into some standouts in particular. Dude, what was that wooing last night? It was like it caught me off guard. There was a lot of like uh, somebody somebody tweeted like Ric Flair was in the building. And that's what it sounded like. It sounded like the Ric Flair woo. And it caught me off guard a little. And then after a while, I was like, this is really hitting like the people are rocking it. We're loving the woos, apparently. So that was a lot of fun in the second game. It was amazing. I don't know if they did it in the home opener. I I didn't notice it Uh, beyond the we want Pinto chance. It was hard to hear anything. What would you think about that? I mean. It's it's fine. It's a truthful statement. I want Pinto. I'm Same. sure you want Pinto. So we want Pinto. That that's correct. Our guy Nick Spence said uh, the team listened, and now everything is bean based. <laughs> yeah, that's that's great at the concessions. But uh, yeah, I. I mean, I'm sure you appreciated it, but at the same time, there's 18 guys out there, and one of them, they're all looking around. And uh, Ian and Mendez, our guy, ad- admitted to uh, asking Joseph how it's been playing with uh, Pinto. I don't lie. Oops, of all guys to say it too as well. Yeah. Hey, it's early early in the season for them too. But hey, overall, an amazing weekend. Five two wins over Philly, over Tampa. Mm. How did they happen? Who stood out? We'll get to all that next. Probably in a jumbled order. Couldn't be worse than the uh, sports and highlight pack of the Sens game. That was jumbled chronologically as well. But we'll get all to those standouts and Belleville. Open their season and a friend of the show earned a career first. So we'll get to that next. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at Sleeper. Guys, Brady Kachuk was so close to scoring a hat trick. Jacob Chikrin almost had a hat trick. The Ottawa Senators are en route to winning a Stanley Cup. And if you want to win 100 times your money, play daily fantasy hockey on the Sleeper app. Guys, the Sleeper app is our go to spot for daily fantasy sports, not just hockey, football, uh, you got basketball, you got baseball, whatever it is, you can find it on Sleeper. Sleeper is the top choice, and you can win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. If I'm looking for players to take in daily fantasy, Ross, especially when they're at home, Brady Kachuk, Brady Kachuk, Jacob Chikrin, Jake Sanderson, uh, Claude Giroux, Timmy Stutzla. There was a lot of guys. Vladimir Tarasenko. He loves being in Ottawa, especially once his family uh, makes the trip. He definitely had a bounce back after the first game. And don't forget, you could play other sports as well, including college football. What I love so much about the Sleeper app is you can talk smack to your friends as a group chat and Time is money. 
Time is money. So you can get all your picks in under a minute and you can have odds at winning 100 times your payout. So with studs like Brady, Claude, Vladimir Tarasenko, you need to pick the right stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. You heard me, Sens fans. 100-time payout on Sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks in right, and you could win big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Farm to Fork. Farm to Fork Delivery. It's a premium meat and seafood delivery service that's going to bring it right to your door. And what we love about Farm to Fork is that it's absolutely delicious. You need that when you're getting any sort of cuisine. And when you get Farm to Fork, I mean, go see their five-star reviews. But it's also all-natural, antibiotic, and hormone-free, ethically raised. And what we also love is that because you buy them in bulk, sometimes you worry. Like I used to buy from those other guys, those frozen chicken where you get 50 and you're like smashing it against your counter, like trying to break them up. You can't have that here. They are flash frozen individually right at the butcher's table. So you know it's fresh and you can pull out just what you need. Ask Craig Anderson about dealing with frozen chicken. It can be dangerous, Ross. You don't want to have to do that. The products are individually vacuum packed. So take out only what you need. Free and convenient delivery. Save on gas. Save time. It's great. Stay in your sweats and they will give you notifications as soon as it's nearing your home. Sustainable seafood, poultry, everything. Go to farmtoforkdelivery.ca and use our promo code LOSP10 for 10% off your first purchase. That's LOSP10 for 10% off your first purchase at Farm to Fork. Farmtoforkdelivery.ca. Taste the Farm to Fork difference. You will never go back to grocery store meats. Welcome back to Locked On Senators. The vibes are high. The Sens are two and one on the season, two and zero oh at the Canadian Tire Center. It's good to be home. I mean, uh, Ross, this is this is your home. This is my second home. The Senators players they love being here. The Pack CTC helped these guys get the two dubs and uh, two and one. I like that a lot better than how last year started. So, well, yes, it. it started 0 and 2, and then they came home, but they won all the games at home right away. So now they've got three more opportunities to do that. They're going to have the Washington Capitals here on Wednesday. Yep. They're going to have the House Cat and the Red Wings here on Saturday, and it'll finish off next Tuesday against the winless Buffalo Sabers. Uh, will they still be winless in a week and two days? Eh, can't cannot confirm or deny, but this is a winnable stretch. They need two of the next three. I'm getting I'm getting greedy. I, I think that definitely they can beat up on the Washington Capitals. And then I know Sens fans are are rolling their eyes and seeing Alex Brinkett score goals in a Red Wings jersey, but I'm not too concerned. Less points than Tarasenko. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's actually a good lead-in to the Sen Central standouts of the weekend. I mean, we have to start with the captain. What more is there to say about this guy? 11 shots on goal, four goals, an assist. Made sure that his goalie got an assist on the empty netter last night. Yep. We love the goalie-friendly show aspect of Brady Kachuk. He, he 
like the video that with the Ottawa Fire Department coming in, that's going to be the player of the game this year. We retire the bike helmet and shades. We retire the goggles, uh, the chain, the one game chain retired. Now it's something that's meaningful to the community and getting that firefighter helmet, the captain's helmet, and Brady seemed like. Like, like he was starstruck to see the firefighters when they came in to give it to him. So an amazing weekend for Brady Kachuk. And you could just tell this guy, he is Ottawa. He's not even from the country. I mean, he's got roots, but I, I mean, he's not even from Canada. And this guy just, he gets it. Yeah. You can't say that to, about everyone. Brady gets it. And then he comes out and like, that's not a goal. Like the, the, the one that really put it away in the third period, that's not a goal Brady scores two, three years ago. No, and that's the thing, Ross. Like, that's a confident play. Uh, I got to shout out Jake Sanderson. That assist, that bank pass, the stretch bank pass off the boards. Uh, Radish had no clue what was going on. He was turned inside out, and he was not ready for Brady's He's turnipped, on that one. Turnipped inside Radish out. Radish is turnipped inside out. And how about that smooth move? And that's like Brady just showed the type of power forward he could be like those were all pretty much power forward goals like he was strong driving the lane there that little backhand tuck and then in front of the net mark stall tried to abuse him he still gets the goal and then he does the 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 muscles selly so i'm so glad this guy's our captain like we are just so blessed we really are it's it's awesome to see because like you can tell it means so much to him too that ottawa has the successful he's been here through like the entire rebuild and like how bad things were for so long. But now you're looking at it and you're like, wow, the vibes are unbelievably high and, and you got to just hope that they continue. So Brady Kachuk is easily the number one standout first star in both games. Like he was throwing his weight around a little bit. Didn't have to do too much in that sense, but like this guy, man. And like the stick with itness. And how about his uh, first goal against Tampa? Jumps off the bench, goes right to the front of the net, takes the shot. It gets blocked. Does he give up? No. Gets his rebound and gets the goal. So, no, Brady Kachuk, man. He leads by example. He leads leads emotionally, leads physically. And uh, this guy just had a heck of a weekend. It's only going to get better, man. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, the. <laughs> I wish they could play all their games at home because this guy is absolute beast at home. And uh, speaking of a guy that that gets it and loves being in Ottawa, I think we can transition to the next Sen Central standout, Ross. And that's Jacob Chikrin. I mean, to score not only the first goal at home at the home opener, but tack on the second goal as well. And that stare down he gave the Phillies bench. That was awesome. Like, I like it cannot be overstated how incredible Jacob Chickren's shot is like that thing is exploding off his stick. The amount of power he got on that first wrister and then his release when he gets one timer -timer teed up properly is. And we had a perfect view like Tarasenko put juice on that pass like that was not an easy one to to take a one timer on. No, but Jacob Chicken seems to handle it just well. And 18 goals until he hits your hot take. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's going to happen sooner rather than later, I think. So uh, I'm definitely stoked about that. And uh, yeah, just seeing a guy that came in last year and didn't get to play as much as he'd hoped with injuries, but is just so happy and so proud to be a part of the Ottawa Senators hockey team in the Ottawa community. 
you'll love to see it. It's amazing what he's been able to accomplish in terms of gaining the fan support so quickly after coming over in that trade on March 1st. So, uh, yeah, Chikrin's a great call. Now, defensively, we still want to see that pair take another step with Thomas Shabbat and Jacob Chikrin. Mm-hmm. We can maybe touch on that in the last segment, but the good vibes have to continue with more standouts. Before we get to an official standout, the fourth line wasn't great this weekend. But I got to give a shout out to Parker Kelly because he's actually impressed me, man. Penalty killing. He was had good stick positioning. He was being feisty. He was pissing people off. Like yep. that's the type of game Parker Kelly has to play to be successful. Well, if we're doing honorable mention uh, standouts, uh, I-, I might be stealing this one from you, Ross, but I want to do it. Ridley Craig looked great out there. Ooh. Like this guy has so much energy. Like there was, I mean, the Tarasenko goal. Shout out Tarasenko, first goals in Ottawa Center is an absolute beauty. That doesn't happen without Ridley Gregg. Uh, the the first goal of the home opener, that doesn't happen. Ridley Gregg comes in, makes a good hit, keeps things going. Uh, I just thought he looked he looked great. Or was it, was that Ridley Gregg? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah it was. okay. Um, Huge hit to separate the puck. Yeah, so he's playing with so much energy, and I I want like I don't. Whatever happens with Norris and Pinto, they got to find a way to get Ridley Gregg uh, staying up here and in the mix because he's showing that he's got uh, a game, a B game, and a C game, and he can provide different uh, qualities to his game and help his teammates in so many different areas. So many different areas, and that line, like it's such a a misfits line. Ridley Gregg with Matthew Joseph and Vladimir Tarasenko. Yeah, do, do you think when uh, Vladdy and his agent are talking to Dorian, they're like, well, here's the plan. We're going to get you playing with Matthew Joseph and Ridley Craig. I don't, that's probably not how they uh, they drew it up, but it's looking pretty good now. Yeah, it works. And you know what else works? Having one of the best young defensemen in the National Hockey League. Our third Send Central standout from the weekend. We got Brady Kachuk. We got Jacob Chikrin. And oh my goodness, Jake Sanderson looks even better than I thought he would. And Ross, we found ourselves so many times, you know, you're you're following the play. There's a, kind of a misread on defense. And then a certain number 85 comes back and makes an incredible play. Flying. And we just look at each other both times and are like, or every time and are just like, it's Jake Sanderson. Of course, that's who it is. Like every time there's a key quick smart defensive play to be made whether it's getting the stick in whether it's using your skating as a strength he's right there and he gets it done jake sanderson is absolutely incredible and that's the thing like sends fans know all the little things he does right i think fans around the league they they look at the point totals and they're uh flabbergasted by the contract but it's the kind of things that he does that doesn't show up on the Sportsnet highlight packs. That uh, is really what sends fans and everyone that knows what's going on likes about Jake Sanders. Well, they're going to learn pretty quickly. I mean, yeah. he, had, he had three points in two games this weekend. And how about that shot? Like, the, I I didn't know Jake Sanderson had that shot in him, and uh, it looked good. Oh, yeah, he kept it low, and it's just seeing eye right past the glove of uh, of Kata Hot there in uh, in game one at home of the season. But, but Jake Sanderson, I feel like he's one of those players where you have to be in the building to see him. Because in these defensive situations, like he had a diving uh, breakup against Tampa. He had another one where he slid to break up a two-on-one. And those plays, he starts out of what would be the camera angle on TV. And he is flying. Like there's plays where he's he's in on the forecheck almost, but he's still the first man back. His skating is 
to say it's elite would be an understatement. My question to you is he the best defenseman on the team already? Yeah, yeah, he, he is. He is. And, and that's because, like, you know, th- there's certain defensemen that have certain attributes, but Jake Sanderson's all round game, like, even <laughs> there's not many attributes that other defensemen are better than Jake Sanderson. Like, the only thing I would say is Chickren and his shot. Yeah. Every other category that you want from a defenseman, Jake Sanderson is better than every other defenseman on this team. Man, <laughs> what a weekend. What a weekend for the Ottawa Senators. Vladimir Tarasenko, another honorable mention. He had a sick performance uh, in, in both games, really. Like, yeah, he was I, he's probably better in Sunday's game than, than Saturday. And we haven't even looked at uh, at any of the analytics. This was just this was all eye test, Pilsy. Yeah, big time eye test uh, vibes from this one. I'm curious to see if it matches up with the eye test here with the, with the Ottawa Senators last night in terms of who was on the ice when uh, when the Senators had their best expected goals. Who? Shocker. Jake Sanderson, number one. Brady Kachuk, number three. Ridley Gregg, number seven. Tarasenko, eight. Like these, That was a dominant performance. It was almost a shame that they were only up one goal. Because they deserve to be up more early and stick taps is Matt Tompkins guy. He looked he looked competent for his first NHL game. The uh, the Lightning goalie, twenty nine years old. Yeah, and the good thing is he looked competent, but not uh, out of this worldly, which sometimes players playing in their first NHL games up against the Sens tend to do. So. Thankfully, that wasn't the case here. Correct. All right. On the other side, we'll continue dissecting what was an amazing weekend in Ottawa. That's next. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at eBay Motors. Guys, after this episode, I'm making Pillsy's pilgrimage back home, a six-hour drive. So... I want to make sure my car is ready to roll for that. And the best way to do that is go to eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. That's what brings home the winning trophy. And it's what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything. Everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. That's what it's all about. From superchargers, from roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, like Matthew Joseph, power, like Brady Kachuk, or style, like Jake Sanderson, eBay Motors has you covered with over one 122 million parts. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, that part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or you get your money back. So they're not messing around here because with eBay motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. All the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to turn your car into an MVP. Keep your rider rider die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusion supply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. Check it out. eBay motors. Today's episode is also Brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. You might have missed the postcast this weekend. We did it exclusively at the Glebe Central Pub last night. But we will be back with the postcast on Wednesday. The postcast is always brought to you by the Glebe Central Pub. And you know to visit them at 779 Bank Street. Great vibes. We were there for probably too long. Ah, Not possible. We were there last night. Let's put it that way. Had a fantastic time. But we were there because we were taking advantage of the Sens shuttle. And how easy was that ride? There's nothing better than the Sens shuttle. And uh, Ross, we got glowing reviews from uh, your family that took the shuttle as well. Uh, everybody, you if you're thinking about taking the shuttle, but you're not sure, it's a great spot to meet new Sens fans. Everybody's having an absolute blast on the bus. Uh, the, you go to Glebe Central Pub, meet Blair. He's an absolute beauty. Ashley, 
also an absolute beauty. They will take care of you at the Glebe Central Pub. And we had so much fun at our time there. And our guy at Sens Obsessed, absolute beauty there too. Yes, so nice. we job. got we even got the servers there. Our yeah. Sens fans. Everybody loves okay. the Sens at the Glebe Central Pub. Go check them out, 779 Bank Street, and take the Sens shuttle to and from Ottawa Senators Games. All right, you're listening to Locked On Senators. It's October 16th, and the vibes could not be higher Woo! around this team. Like, what what have we missed? Goaltending. How do you think Anton Forsberg, Eunice Corpusallo played on the weekend? Hashtag goalie-friendly show. We're 28 minutes in, and we haven't talked about goaltending yet. In back-to-back wins, Ross, what are we doing? Um, yeah, look, I- I've been saying it for months. I wanted Anton Forsberg to start the home opener. The guy dominates in home openers, and he three did and yet again, 3-0. and um, I-, I thought he played really well, and the thing is, like, as a goalie, if you're not getting the puck and feeling things early on, it's easy to let in a quick goal and you're not quite feeling it yet. But I thought they both did a really good job settling in. Jonas Corposalo, his glove is looking so good. Uh, he didn't do any reach over glove uh, saves to to stop a blocker shot. So you love to see that. And he really was sharp at the end of the game. Both goalies, they kind of made their made their mark by being strong and keeping this team in it at the end of the game when the other teams kind of pressed in garbage time. I would agree with all that. And if you're watching on YouTube as well, I'm just pulling up the, um, the stats from the weekend. Uh, so the, the last two games for the Ottawa Senators and hope you guys can see that um, just a, a little something for the people watching on YouTube. Please like and subscribe. goes a long way to help the show. We also want to know who your Send Central standouts were. So let us know that in the comments below. But yeah, I, I'm with you there. Corpus Allo, like neither goal I think was bad. I think they were good. But what really impressed me, and you say the glove save, with four minutes left in the game against Tampa, just like a bang-bang play, great glove save by Corpusallo. It was just, you know, the right save at the right time. And I think Ottawa had failed to get that over the last couple of years. There were some deflating goals, and the, the guys in net really kind of avoided that happening. And then you look, I mean, the assist is just gravy. But when a goalie gets an assist, you're dang right. I'm going to, you know, make comparables around the league. And, and I'm going to tell you that Eunice Corpusallo has more points than Tage Thompson right now. I mean, I would have predicted that. Absolutely. Eunice <laughs> Corpusallo getting in the mix. Yeah, absolutely love that for, for the goaltending. So you're just hoping that they're not shaky. And something, in, and you can attest to this as well, it's like, it's tough when you don't face shots in the first period. And now that's both games. You mentioned earlier, like they were out shooting them 21 to six. Yeah, that's the thing. Like the both Forsberg and uh, Corpus Allo, those are guys that typically are used to getting a lot of shots. So when you start off not feeling it and you got to find a way to stay in the game, it can be difficult, but they both did a great job and both brought home the dubs. Are we far enough in the show to voice any level of concern on Thomas Shabbat's play. I mean, I, I want to give him some, you know, some slack because he is playing on the right side. I don't need to go into it. You guys know how I feel about Thomas Shabbat playing on the right side. I don't think it's an ideal uh, spot. It's He's not set up for success there, but luckily it didn't end up being a major factor uh, in the results of the games, Ross, but certainly from uh, Thomas Shabbat, 
you want to see a little bit more of what he's good at breaking the puck up the ice. You want to see that smooth skating. And uh, I think it's just a matter of him and Chikrin trying to figure out how they can be more positionally sound. You see it like it was driving us crazy seeing him switch all the time. Sometimes both of them are on the same side. And I think it's just going to get, take some time for them to know how to properly uh, position themselves throughout the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm giving everybody till Sweden, give or take. <laughs> but uh, man, I would also say that, and of course, like they have to sign Pinto and have Norris back. But I think Rourke Charte is making a pretty good case that he should be the fourth line center on this team. Yeah, he's definitely outplayed Casty so far, and uh, you guys know I'm a Casty guy, but uh, it, it's been kind of tough sledding for Casty first couple games. And Rourke Chartier, he ripped one off the post uh, early on in Sunday's game, so that would have been nice to get that tuck for him. But he's looked good out there, and the thing that you really notice about Rourke Chartier is he, he doesn't have um, kind of one defining attribute, but what I'll really give him praise for is the effort level. Like, that, this is a guy that realizes his opportunity that he's getting right now and he's making the most of it. There's no shifts where you're seeing him slack. He's he's putting in 110% every time. And DJ Smith is a guy that loves players that play with pace. So that's going to go a long way for him here. So that said, Cassie doing what needs to be done. He's averaging 654 per game. And maybe some of that is based on what he's doing when he's actually out there. But he is still leading this team at 68% in the dot. That's surprising, Ross. I, I hadn't noticed that he was still dominating. And we commented a couple times. Uh, Rourke Chartier was brought in to take defensive zone draws. And I've said to you, this is usually Mark Kasselik's position. So that's good that he's still snapping him back. I mean, a guy that strong is going to win faceoffs more often than not. Just while we're looking at faceoffs, kind of a funny stat here. And it just shows you like, Giroux, veteran, 58% in the dog. We know how good he is. We don't have to go over that. But how funny is this? Giroux's taken 29 defensive zone draws, way more than anyone else in the Sens. Next is Rourke Chartier at 13. Look at Brady. 10 of his 12 draws in the offensive zone. I mean, that's the line you want when you're in the offensive zone, Timmy, Brady, and Clodes. Right, so. but Clodes taking him in the D zone. It's like, Brady, get out of there, dude. Well, I think... Uh, that's actually a smart strategy, in my opinion, because I feel like Brady's going to be the kind of guy in in draws that he's going to tie everyone up, and then you can get the loose puck, and then you can send it back. Whereas Claude's going to get those clean snapbacks, and then you can transition the puck up the ice. So, what I mean, it seems to be working out in their favor, Ross. So I don't mind keeping it going like this. And then neutral zone, Timmy. Timmy's taking uh, fourteen of, of his twenty six draws in the uh, in the neutral zone. He's forty two percent in the dot. Um, what what else have we missed on the game, man? I feel like we've kind of hit on everything. Um, hit on everything. That's what Travis Konechny did. Derek Branch. I'm sh- like, how did he get up on that hit? And how is there no highlight of that hit? I was like, that that was enormous in yeah, the building we, we've been talking about that uh that was a huge hit i mean i'm a brandy guy but uh that was a tough tough look for him but hey you got to credit him if you're a small guy and you get rocked like that the best you can do is get up and shake it off and brandy did that so i'll give him props he, he got up he was battling man i loved what hammonick brought he brought some physicality i didn't like that i don't want to say anyone like you know went down easy but those cross checks in front of the net happen a million times a game. But the guy folded, so Hammond got a penalty on that. I didn't love that call. Ref, you suck. There was a lot of calls we didn't like. Yeah, there, but hey, a little bit both ways. The Philly game, at least. The Flyers got a couple penalties where we're like, okay, are, we're calling everything. Hey, it's this. This is typical, though. Early on in the season, the refs are trying to find that line, right? And the players are pushing to see, okay, 
is this past the line? Is this on the line? So it's a lot of kind of trial and error and for figuring things out. So you know what? The Sens got the win, so we'll we'll give them a break here. Well, the Sens literally have a break. They're off today. They'll be back at practice at 10.30 tomorrow morning. Will Josh Norris be skating on one of the four lines? Do you think? Not a doctor, Brandon Piller. Yeah, certainly not a doctor. Uh, I mean, as long as he's not paired with uh, a defenseman or on the right wing of the fourth line, that'll be a good sign. Or let lefty on the fourth pair. Yeah, like skate with Jack Capuano as a pair. <laughs> getting DJ Smith back out there. Um I don't know, Ross. Honestly, at this point, like I would love to have some sort of bold statement. I would love to have kind of um, uh, hypotheticals and hyperbolic statements about Josh Norris, but the team is clicking without him, and I have no clue whether this guy is going to come back soon, later, or never. So, yeah, I put him with Drake Batherson, and I think Batherson's probably the most misunderstood if you just look at the stat line. He had three games minus three. I thought Batherson was was an inch away from from breaking out offensively the last couple of games. Yeah, he looked fine. Like definitely, there's guys that we've already mentioned that have kind of outshined him in these couple of games. But I, I don't have an issue with Batherson's start. No, the the only player and Kubali comes as advertised. This guy and I turned to you every time. I was like, this guy hates having the puck on his stick. Yeah, as soon as that gets on the stick, he's either moving it or uh, taking a shot on net. Yeah, Kubalik, uh he yeah, almost scored. Want to hold it? Yeah, th- that's the thing. Like he has looked good. He's had a couple good chances, so uh, that's nice to see. I think he might be the odd man out, though. And I mean, you called that before the weekend yeah. games, but I think it just further solidifies because look, if you and maybe this is too big of an if having Stutzla, Norris, and Pinto all available to you, but if you do, then Ridley Gregg can just be where Kubalik is on the wing. That's the thing. And then you're and then you're good to go. And at this point, I, like Matthew Joseph is not a, a bad contract. You're adding a sweetener to get rid of. No, he, like and he, and he plays well with good players. We knew that before, but he was kind of stuck on that third line. Like he can be a uh, four checking play. Absolutely. Leave him with Tarasenko. Like those two Absolutely. seem to be moving well together because Tarasenko is never going to be the speed demon, and Matthew Joseph's never going to be the guy who, with the trigger. Yeah. So you put those two together, and then man, like. Throw Pinto in the middle there. That looks good. That's a nice trio. And I'll, I'll kind of uh, shape my Branny versatility argument and put that on Joseph, right? Like, that's a guy that can play both sides of the wing, left or right. He's a guy that can play up and down your lineup. He's a guy that can kill penalties really well. If you want, you can get him on the power play. He's probably not uh, sneaking in there with all the offensive talent, but he can play there is what I'm saying. He's got speed. He's, he's putting in so much more effort. And... He had a couple, like his goal was nice. He ripped one off the post as well. Like his shot, I think is underrated. And this, this is someone that now that you have uh, a better look at what he can do, the last thing you want to do is move him and add a sweetener. So look, I think versatility wise, you want to keep Randy. You want to keep Matt to Joseph. Kubalik only has one year here. There's kind of been rumors floating around that he's after a long-term extension after, which I mean, fair. He's at that age where you want to cash in and get one big deal. So I think that might end up having to be the play. We will see plenty of time to dissect this as we move on. As Pilsy said, the pilgrimage begins for him back to Collingwood. I'm flying back to Winnipeg tonight. So we'll have tomorrow's locked on senators right at the same time that morning skate is going on. We'll bring you the latest of where Josh Norris is. Is Shane Pinto back in town? Can we get a contract done? Can we get a deal done? Um, Michael Anlauer heard because those we want Pinto chance 
were loud. And we tweeted out a, a video of that. And I was actually tweeting out the video because I was getting ready at the end of the game because we posted the goofiest video I think we've ever taken. Um, but I actually, I was like, you know what? A few people walked by, some F-bombs. I was like, you know what? Let's take this off the YouTube. So we are putting it exclusively on our Patreon. So if you want to go see that, subscribe to the Patreon. Helps us help the show. We met a lot of cool um, uh, citizens this weekend. Some of them are in the Patreon as well. They've had good thing to say. We met Chicken Run um, last night. It was sitting right behind us and uh, the Ross brothers were there too. And uh, no, it's been great meeting everybody and, and getting to see familiar faces now that it's yeah. been four or five. It's been our fifth trip now, right? Yeah. Sixth. I think six. Because the Montreal game was the first one that April. Yep. No, the home opener, but we just kind of went solo. That was the first game after COVID. Yep. But like trip-wise, the Toronto game for the home opener in 2021. Then the the Montreal game was the first real meetup. Then the home opener, the Chris Neal game, end of last season. And now this one, our sixth trip now. Unbelievable, man. More to come. Yeah, and it gets better every time. What's our record? We're 12-0-1. Like that's is honestly insane. Like the only game we've been together that they've lost was the Chris Neal retirement, and that was in overtime. Like, yeah. and they should have won it. Yeah, people people are saying uh, the Senators got to get us out to more games. People hey, are saying that they know where to find us. <laughs> yeah, we're not hiding. Any final thoughts on today's show? Final thoughts for me, and I'll I'll try not to get too emotional here, Ross. Like I, me before home opener. Yeah, or Jacob Chicken here, but it's. Just reflecting on the weekend and looking back, like I just want to say thanks to everyone that makes these experiences so awesome. And and we always say it, Ross. People come up to us and and they're thanking us and they're, and they're so happy uh, for what we do. And every time it's like, no, I'm I'm Uno reversing that on you. Thank <laughs> you. You guys are why we love doing this. Getting to meet everyone and bringing Sens fans together and celebrating being a Sens fan is absolutely incredible. I can't believe this is what we get to do for a, a job and we get to enjoy this. And for some reason, people uh, seem to like us and uh, are following along with our show. So, yeah, my to, to wrap it up, my final thoughts are I'm just I'm so thankful that we have this opportunity to do this, that everyone is so kind when we meet them. We're fired up to meet all Sens fans, Sens Central citizens. You guys are the absolute best. And can't wait to make more of these memories down the road. It's just getting started, man. We're we're nearing 900 episodes of this show, yeah. and it really feels like we're just starting to hit our stride. So way more to come, and hopefully it matches with the success of the team on the ice. Still a plentiful bowl of questions with Norris, Pinto, who's going, what's all going to happen. But the vibes continue to rise. Win, win. What's next? We'll find out Wednesday, but next ascends. We'll skate tomorrow. If you're listening to this right as it comes out, Pilsy and I are crushing Shawarma Palace. So we're going to go order that right now. Get this one out. Have a great day, Sens fans. Bask in the win of the last two days, but then we got to turn the page tomorrow because the job is just getting started. For Brandon Pillar, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been another live version in the heart of our nation's capital in Ottawa, Ontario, of the Locked On Senators podcast. We're a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.